What's up, everyone? This is yours truly, Mac on the Rock, for a lunchtime hour. I've got, you know, I had this, like, insidious part of me that really upsets people. But I've always felt, as a pompous, I don't know, rightfully so, key rat, since I was raised out here since the fifth grade, I call everybody in Miami the mainland maggots, and that pisses a lot of people off. Well, today you're going to see what I mean. Corruption in the Kendall Hammocks. I got here a resident of the Kendall Hammocks, Henry Pedroso, who's been on the air for other issues. I'm really fond of him, and I really love how he explains things. He's like a New York Cuban, you know. He's a New York Cuban. He, you know what I mean. He saw the Palazzo coming like two, 20 years in advance, and I have him here today. So, how are you? Put on your headphones so you can hear yourself, because I'm not so sure if I'm hearing you. Well, anyway, hi Manny. How are you, man? Thank you for having me on today. I uh I want the best of, I want the best for the Kendall Habits today. Um I uh, I'm really worried. I'm really worried about you folks. Um you know, you guys are a huge HOA and the Kendall Hammocks is uh suffering from serious corruption, huh? Well, it's um what the way I see it, Hammocks is kind of a trial balloon for the rest of the state. Uh if, if the people that are doing what they're doing are able to get away with it scot-free, can you imagine what smaller HOAs with less visibility, what kind of practices they may adopt? I wonder if uh, the villages doesn't fall into corruption too, or it's already occurring, we don't know. <laughs> we may very well be because the law has no way to be able to enforce any kind of disciplinary action. Well, give us the backstories of the hammocks for those who doesn't, who don't, he, you know, know about the hammocks. Don't even, can't even pinpoint where it's at. Happy, happy to do it. Uh, Kendall's, uh, Kendall is the west part of Miami. It's, it borders on the Everglades, actually, and uh, it's it, it's a community that was that was built in the mid '80s by Lennar Corporation. It's a huge piece of woodland that was built some 3,500 acres. And it's truly the, the jewel of the Kendall area. Um, we've got lakes and jogging and bike paths and community pools and fitness centers, a beautiful clubhouse, tennis and scotch, uh, squash courts and boat yard. And it's a really great community. With a lot, It used to have a lot of community activities for the residents as well. It's really an amazing place. So why would Lennar uh, leave an HOA in place for, for so many residents? Why not divvy it up? In well, regions, they do have sub associations as well, but they all have this master association. So there's, and, you believe that, that and, this corruption was the, the uncovered was, by the by uh, the sub condo, or no? You know, the, what do they say? The road to hell is paved with good intentions, right? The idea of Lennar to have a master association there was to preserve the beauty of it, that everybody would be, it would be consistent and uniform throughout the 35 Do you guys all collectively acre. pay for your long keep and all that? Well, we have the master association and we have neighborhood, uh, you know, expenses as well. Uh, but well, that could get some, expensive. But do you some, guys pick your landscaper or you all individually have no, your own no, landscape? No, no, They're all part of the management company. And here's... Wow, like, that's a huge contract. I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. Um... Well, the, the, the fact is we've got 17,000 residents and 6,500 homes. So not only are we a giant community, we're 
pretty significant voting You're a municipality block. is what you are. You right. should have we're incorporated many years ago. Right. We're, we're, we're a significant voting block in the county and in the state as well. And it also explains why the county would probably be really resistant to allow you guys to become a Key Biscayne because that's all they got left. Right. <laughs> Unincorporated date. Well, it's, it's essentially a village with resort-like amenities. It really does have nice amenities and beautiful. Do you guys have community pools, too? We have three community pools. We have three gym, uh, gymnasiums uh, and, and fitness centers. A fitness center or gymnasium no, basketball? No, 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 a fit, fitness center. We have basketball courts. We have squash courts and tennis courts. And it's really very, very full-featured. Yeah. Uh, it's a very nice community. And, uh, well... The neighbors that uh, that moved in at the start of the place, many of them are still here. Wow! They, they bought, they bought when when they were married and whatever, and now they've gotten older. Some of those spouses yeah, fixed are, income basically. So, yeah, they've passed on. You know, the, the one of the breadwinners or whatever they've retired, and as a result, they're living on plus a fixed widows income, and widowers, and they're they're basically squeezing nickels together to to keep their home and to to. What percentage to is rental? Do you know? Uh, you've got condos and you've got townhouses in there. There are absentee owners. There are tenants. Um, so you got I, everything there. Uh, yeah, it's a ripe for corruption. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And well, it, they haven't wasted much time. Uh, the Hammocks has had its share, just like any other HOA. It's had its share of issues over the years. Um, but the election process has always kind of been a stopgap. It's always been the opportunity to be able to fix things. They've respected the electoral process on an annual basis. They've also produced financial statements and operating documents and in a somewhat you know timely basis as well. There are bylaws and uh, the Articles of Incorporation, of course, uh, list the number of reporting requirements as well that are that are needed to abide by. However, for the last five years or so, since about 2015, 16, six years, if you will, um, things have been different. It started to, uh, it started with the election that uh, took a, a lady by the name of Margley Gallego into office. She was the, Magali. No, Margley. Margley. It's an interesting uh, Anglo or or Latin no, American. She's Latina. Yeah, but. Uh, she came into office as first the treasurer, then she moved into the vice president. Yeah, she had her eyes on the book from the get-go. <laughs> right, right. And uh, yeah, if you come have, in as a treasurer, I've only, what the hell would I, motivate I, you? I, I, I've gotten all the history as kind of. Third, but why didn't you guys go party. like third-party accounting, like a Pete and Martwick big boy, to do all the books? Well, that would. That's hindsight. Is twenty twenty. Well, not only that, that would be. That would expose a lot of the stuff that they don't want exposed, right? Oh, okay. So you believe that the corruption, when it was uncovered, it actually had been going on for decades. It's been going on for a significant amount of period, uh, amount of time, especially since they haven't really allowed legitimate elections. You know, the, the, I'll I'll go into that if you if you'll uh, give me a minute. Uh, it's the second largest HOA in the state of Florida. The Villages is number one. There's another one that's uh, that's in Ca San Francisco area, that is number two. But we are the third largest in the country, with our, our all our residents and the areas that we cover. Like I said, all HOAs have issues. 
generally it has to do with either management or property condition or whatever. Uh, but when you when you have elections, uh, when you have a, a, a community as large as the hammocks, yeah, the apathy the apathy must be high well, in terms thousands, of voting. Thousands of people are affected when they're up. But do they actually come to vote for these people, or just get voted on by well, the I mean, minority? The thing is, this I think they've poked the bear with this particular situation. Yeah, but after how many millions are this bro, gone? Bro, precisely, you have a, a four how many point, millions? The annual budget. The annual budget for the uh, budget uh, for um, the Hammocks last year was four point eight million. Wow. Oh my God, that could be so yeah, easily but, stolen, man. I'm going to go into what just happened. <laughs> That's why we have elections. I mean, that, to, to be, when you identify problems and they don't resolve them, you have an election, you get the people out, you get new people in that hopefully will resolve the problems that weren't taken care of. Do the elected people get any kind of stipend, any kind of pay, or is it no, all it's voluntary? voluntary? Oh it's, my God. It's voluntary. And that's part of the issue. Big issue. That's part of the issue. Because uh, they'll run into financial problems and start tapping into the reserves and stuff. Well, the thing is, if the, the, the like I said, that, that all of that changed in 2015 when Margaret Gallego and, the, and her group of people were elected. It's constant. It's the same group of people into different positions or whatever, and then, uh, but they've all re- remained on yeah, the Yeah, yeah, the musical chairs. Right. Well, kind of like our D.C., and I, <laughs> as I've soon only, as Trump came in, the D.C., they said, wait, 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 you're not part of the clique. What's up? And I'm going to give you, a, a full di- for full disclosure, I've only lived in the community since the end of 2017. I got a lot of this stuff just from third parties, people that have lived there forever, my neighbors, all right? So, I mean, I'm, I, you're, I trust you're, them. You're, com- you're, coming, you're bringing they, up the speed. They've, con- they've come to me crying, be- I mean, just because I've been pretty vocal about this matter. And to and and the the reality is they they feel hopeless. Now, point. what about the condo attorney? Is he a prominent person too? <laughs> the prominent because that guy's that guy's uh, is subject at- to cover the, up. The attorney uh, do accusations of cover up. I, I I don't know this to be true, and it's not an accusation, obviously, but it's a concern that he may be complicit. All right. And the reason big being, firm, small firm. It's an L- remember you can say anything you want here on Blinker Radio ninety four five. We could give a hoots, but it's a firm by the name of Alfaro and Fernandez, out of Miami Lakes, and coincidentally they not also, a big firm. No, but coincidentally, I, I don't know that to be true. I'm just assuming. No, but coincidentally they opened up a uh, management company, and they are the management company that was hired by the board as well. So I don't know. Oh, that, well, I wonder if I that, wonder if there's anybody in the firm that was an ex hammock resident or presently a hammock resident. Well, my concern is that just the fact that you're the attorney and you're the management company suggests to me a possibility of a conflict of interest. All right, you, you definitely can. Uh, you definitely can scoffle money because it's up to interpretation. One goes in. In my pocket as a fee, what goes into my pocket as a kickback is not really hard. As management fee and an attorney's fee, that's kind of sketchy. Yeah, it sounds to me. Not like to mention, a, you give to your contractors, you give to your vendors, they kick you back. It's I mean, a, it's a very squishy relationship. All right, uh, so condos have always been notorious for getting condo managers to kick back money to vendors, the light bulb guy, the air conditioning filter guy. All the repetitive, uh, even small kickbacks for chlorine and pool supplies, stuff like that. Well, the, since Margley Gallego got put 
put into uh, power, if you will. Is she in prison yet or no? She was arrested back in May, but she's out. She, uh, they say that she's going to trial this month in March, actually. So okay, so so the the and who is taking Cat- on the case against her? Just the well, state? The office of Catherine Fernandez Rundle. Okay, is, so she runs the whole baby. So you guys don't right. have to hire an attorney she's or nothing. The Miami Dade uh, prosecutor. Prosecutor. Exactly. City attorney. I mean, county attorney. State, state attorney. <coughs> State attorney, the state yeah. attorney. Stand corrected, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, Margley is going to trial. So from what I understand, they arrested her husband as well, who happens to be a contractor who did electrical work oh. in the community, which is against the bylaws. All right. If you're on the board, you're not supposed to be hiring your husband. Absolutely not. Okay. So um, anyway, so, so the care and the maintenance of the property is actually declined over the years. So, uh, be something you notice declined or you just see hearsay? That the grass is not being cut as nice. Uh, people used to actually go walk by the lake and you would see people using part of the lawn as a putting green. That's how wow. That's how beautifully kept it used to be. All right. Well, that says everything. That, that you should go testify to that. All right. And that that's how She's a, uh, the lake uh, manicured it was. All right. It's not so much now. It's still beautiful. If you walk out there and just the landscape, you, you can't obfuscate make nature. It, they didn't turn it into a ghetto. Yeah, it's, it's Thank gore- God. It's gorgeous. I mean, I, my, I, that's, we bought there in 2017 for a reason. All right? We loved what we saw. All right? And we still love it. But it's certainly, if you hear people that have been there for 20, 30, 40 years, they've certainly they, noticed. Yeah, they had the comparison. Right. They have the frame of reference. Right? Uh, so... The, the problem is... How about a golf course? Do have a golf course? No golf course. No, we don't have a golf course. But well, because that's a, that's a real drain of funds. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, the thing is, not only are they not taking care of the place, the residents are being mistreated. They're being denied all the reporting requirements of all the documentations. I've lived there since two seven, uh, 2017, as I mentioned. I haven't I've, seen one. I've never seen a financial statement. I've never seen Should it be sent to your house every fiscal year? Yeah, it's required. All right. And not only that, because we have over 500 members by state law, it's supposed to be under 720, uh, Florida statute, it needs to be a certified audit. Woo! It needs to be certified financial statement. So why would a law firm like uh, not understand that they have to do that or else they're going to be. Because they're going to be no, get caught, caught. Well, the suppose the people are uh, HOAs are governed by the DBPR Division of Business and Pro, uh, Professional, Professional Regulation. Regulation. Under 720, it lists all these requirements, a, a litany of documents that that need to be presented. <clears throat> Unfortunately, there's no clause on how to enforce it. Classic government, man. There's nothing there. Mediocrity of government. It. And you file a complaint with the DPPR, as we have. Yeah, it's like filing a complaint against a real estate agent or and anything. And it's basically like. a sounding board. It's a, they just want to hear your complaint, but they don't have any ability to do this, to do anything about it. So in back, going back to So in April, other words, it's got to fall to the level of criminality for the state to get involved. That's precisely what I'm going to pursue. Which means it has to be presented as a criminal offense. Right. And hence, they're going after Margaret Gallego, but they've left the rest of these people in power. They've only arrested her. So th- it's still going on. And let me get to the great part. This is the mo- this is, I actually, 
the highlight or the low light, if you will. On January 3rd, we were supposed to have the election of the new directors. On January 3rd, it was supposed to take place between 5 and 7 p.m. for in-person voting. I was there at 4.49 that afternoon, and I didn't leave until 9.30, after 9 o'clock. And So they were, uh, what, what was the delay? They were, there they were, was easily 500 people standing in line to vote. The line did not move. No one voted. At 7.02, when the voting was supposed to end, all right. No one had voted. No one had voted. A guy comes out, some employee, and he announced that there was a threat, a phone. Now, if you call the association... Oh, my God, this smells like the national election when they uh, they called the, uh, what was yeah. it, a leak? A leak yeah. in the uh, Philadelphia Convention Center? Right, yeah, it sounds like Pennsylvania. <laughs> anyway, so at 7.02, this guy comes out and says there's a threat, and voting has been halted. There's not going to be any voting. We're going to count the votes that we have. Who? All right. So. Oh, and, count the votes that they claimed already were cast. Yeah, supposedly the absentee votes. Where have we heard this before? Oh my lord, folks! Do yeah. you realize that what you know we've been duped for a long time? And although you might have supported uh, the absent Biden administration, you still got to come contend with the fact that the human race still exists. Corruption does exist. Do you think all our elections have been fair? No matter what, this reminds me of 1960. This reminds me of 2020. And now the hammocks is letting you know it happens locally. They rig it. And and as I was mentioning, so at 702, this guy comes out. Now, we had in this group of people that were standing in line, easily 500 people. I, I kid you not. That makes sense. All I right. mean, I, I would think it'd be more because of the total residents, but you got to consider 18 years. As far as the absentee votes, you I only have people, to be a homeowner to register. You can't. You can't vote if you're no, just no, a resident. Right. You have to be a homeowner. Oh. There's 6,500 homes. All right. Okay, so. but then when it's husband and wife, it's just one spouse. Right. Exactly. Okay. So, all right. There's 500 people in line. People that I know that received absentee votes that uh, or mail-in votes, I should say. They didn't receive. They received the the list of the people that were supposedly. But running, no ballot. But no ballot. There was no ballot. All right. So what do you send in? How do you vote? Yeah, circle the list. Exactly. So anyway, so back to election day. We're in line. This guy announces there's a threat. I don't know, but if you pick up the phone and call my association, it goes straight to voicemail. There should be a voice record of this voice of this threat. Yeah. There's no such voicemail threat. Senator Annette Tadeo, Democrat. Who happens to be living there or no? No, no, she doesn't live there. Okay. But Senator Annette Tadeo, state senator, was in the absence. She's a Democrat, but she was there. And she went and wanted to go into the building to see if she can monitor the ballot. She wants counting. to do what Jimmy Carter. Right. She wants to go see if. Legitimate. You know what? Let's give her credit, okay? Here, let's give her credit. You can. To, all right, I'll give her credit for this, all right? She went in there and she tried. They wouldn't let her in the building. They are not denied her access to the building. She was incensed, okay? The next day, so no one voted. They announced winners of the election. Coincidentally, it's the same folks. Wow. All right? It's just amazing. That's I mean, this total cover-up. It's destiny. Yeah, they had to be controlled the records. All right, so... 
said that. So yeah, because the trial's coming. Annette Tadeo. It's going to splatter Tadeo, all over all of them. So Senator Tadeo contacted the Miami-Dade Police Department. And that's when... Be- there were police, rent-the-cops, they, you know, off-duty guys, at the place. No one was evacuated. There was a threat. Who knows what kind of threat it was, but nobody was moved. The cops that were there, they didn't try to evacuate the scene, which to me is a clear-cut sign that it wasn't so threatening. There was a racket, not a, re- not a threat. Right. So, what happens? The uh, The next day, Senator Tadeo calls the police department. Shortly thereafter, apparently a detective was sent to conduct an investigation. Speak to the people that were there. Speak to the police officers that were there. I don't know what else he did. But there was an, a letter written from the director's office of the Miami-Dade Police Department confirming that there was no such threat of any kind. Hmm. Conclusive. Okay? There was no threat. So what happened? We were denied. We were disenfranchised. Absolutely. Okay? All right. January 27th. 100% comes. taxation, no representation. Right. So we get... Plus, you guys got to pay taxes or the HOA pays the taxes? No, we pay taxes. So you separate taxes for every unit. Right, right. You realize the horror story as a listener. Think about what it's like to be in a giant HOA like that. I mean, I'm, I'm new to the condo world. I've never lived on this side. Well, that's not true. When I was a renter, I remember uh, renting on the condo side, you know, in my 20s. But as an owner of a condo... Uh, as much as I must say that my, my my neighbors are nice people, everybody's nice. A lot of them knew my mother, my mother's age. Uh, it's still a condo. Mm-hmm. And, you know, already went up 100 bucks from last year to this year. I've been here only one year. My building is 1966, so you know that 30-year certification is coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, collectivism, once again, shows its ugly head. It's just not a pleasant way to live. So let's move it forward a little bit on january 27th uh they apparently had a budget meeting to which hardly anyone was invited you were supposed to get access by way of an email you needed to send a proof of id in order to be able to uh, via email they had to get your driver's license to confirm verify you verify it's you and then they would send you an access i complied i never got the email with access Certainly, uh, apparently, maybe it was an oversight. Some people got invited. A few select folks. Yeah, they got invited. No, but some of them were just regular guys, regular residents that were. They came away just as appalled as everyone else is now. But they announced their new budget, and the budget was to call it usurious is to refer very lightly. It's a very light description. Usury is what loan sharks do. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, so, oh, that's good. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so, so they. It's when the like fly I, lands I in your I milk for you before. English speakers. <laughs> I mentioned it earlier where uh, the annual budget for 2021 collected $4.8 million in revenues in HOA fees. They project that they will have to collect thirteen million three hundred thousand in HOA fees in twenty twenty. That's the money that's missing. Correct. That's the amount of money that was stolen. That means ten years. They took out an operating loan. They took out an operating loan last year of one or yeah, last year. 
$1.4 million from Banco Popular. Mm. Why, if you had $3 million in reserves, why are you taking out an operating loan? Wow. Okay. Anyway, so... Did they find? Did they? Did they have an answer for that question? So Le- leaky, they could always say leaky every, pool. Every, now you've got condos that have sub associations, all right, and those sub associations. Your sub association. Sub That's the board calling you, man. Right. That's a. S- you know he's got this phone. He's got so much a rubber protectant on his laptop, on his phone. He comes with a holster. Uh, he comes, you know, fully armed. He didn't bring a helmet just because, but he brings a, you know, flag-bearing shirt. The guy's not messing around. He's got guns blazing. <laughs> and his baseball hat says, let's anyway, make anyway. America great again. So, Ma- Margaret Gallego goes goes to trial this coming month. Is she on parole, I suppose? I mean, she's not parole, she's I mean, seen, bail. She's, there's a restraining order against her to come onto the property. But house. she lives there. She's been seen in the office. Oh my god! Of the clubhouse. She's covering up everything. She's shredded all she's kinds of stuff. She's still in power. Okay, she's still in power. Anyway. So she got a. She she's been shredding paper left and right. That. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, this is. <laughs> she's gonna get away with it. That's. A, I'm. I'm getting the feeling. I don't know. I don't know. But the here's the thing. So they've increased maintenance fees, on everybody. Minimum 300% increase. Wow. Some people paying in a condo that they maybe paid 150000 200000 for a few years back, they're paying up to $1,000 a month in maintenance fees. Yeah, the people, some of them already paid their mortgage and now they have a mortgage again. Yeah. They're, they're getting really, they're getting screwed. And it's, it's appalling. So, in my opinion, I'm, I mean, this I'm, might this might be the tea party that that makes the hammocks incorporate. Perhaps, maybe that, maybe because too many of you guys are going to flee. I don't know if the answer right now is going to be receivership. I don't know. I don't How can the answer not be receivership? Oh, because you might get found innocent. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But but here's the thing. How I mean, first thing that needs to be done is we need to find a way to invalidate the election, right? That I mean that you have. Well, that could, that, of that, could, that can only be done with someone like myself that lives in that community, who dedicates day night day night. They got a huge petition. You can only invalidate the election well, by petition. Well, here's the thing: the bylaws say if you want to do a recall, you need 51 percent of homeowners. That's it. That's the You've petition. You've got 6,500 people. Many people living in foreign countries. Other people living in other places. Sorry, folks. You got to get their signature. And I, I mean, think remember that the, was, the right thing is always the hardest thing. I to think do. that was purposeful because in the, under the condo law, uh, condo associations and HOAs are different. Yeah, seven eighteen covers the condo law. Seven twenty covers HO, uh, HOAs. Seven eighteen has enforcement capaci- uh, capacity. Really, seven twenty does not. Unbelievable. I wonder why is that? That's just lapse of mind Believe of it or politicians. Not, they, they tried to put it through. The Republicans tried to put it through, and the Republicans shot it down. Yep. Village of our own mess, man. Small minds, small town. All right. and I see it all the time. Uh, when you have both parties acting the same, uh, the people who want change find themselves completely 
without support. Here's the thing. If this thing is allowed to pass, if the neighborhood schools are going, are likely to experience student attrition because people are leaving. That now, means- oh, that's a good question. I'm sure the audience is thinking, uh, how many high, public high schools are in there? Well, uh, Felix Varela is, is, the, is Yeah, is it's the, a big one. Right. And it's like 2,000 kids, 2,200 Yeah, kids, man, that's a big right? school. So you've got school, faculty, students. A lot of these folks are going to have to move out. And then what about neighborhood businesses? How are they going to suffer with the loss of patrons? All right? Property values? You guys got gas stations, shopping centers, all that? Sure. Yeah, right around the corner. There's, I mean, you've got 17,000 people living in this area. Yeah, yeah, it's enormous. All right, you've got, and what about, what about things like, uh, and it's what's really cool is that I've been down in the hammocks and you couldn't tell, you can't tell it's an HOA in any way, or go, it's just a neighborhood of suburbia. Yeah. It's very well sparsed out. It's 3,500 acres. Very well master planned. And what's going to happen to those property values when people realize they, they're going to have to pay? My, my, to Lenar stay, when Lenar built it, did they keep the commercial part of it? For cash flow or no? no or they sold no, it? I'm pretty sure they sold it. You guys are have the you so you, those Other, tenants. Otherwise, you would have a whole new revenue base, right? The commercial side. Well, you guys aren't landlord for these shopping centers. No, they're, they're uh, all, I mean different yeah, owners have owned. Different owners. Yeah. yeah, they buy in. So it's a great real estate play. So if uh, I mean, what's going to happen to those property values if patronage go down, students? If there's an attrition of homeowners, senior citizens that can't afford. To make these payments, uh, unfortunately, I think it's not so much attrition of residents as you're saying. I think it's massive foreclosure. Well, it could be a lot of foreclosure. That's, that's damaging because they're already they're already ha- harassing. I don't think anybody has their houses paid off if for crisis. If you speak against that association, there are people that have had numerous, not one, but numerous violations, fraudulent li- violations. They've been uh, liens, property liens placed against them for without cause, stating that they haven't paid their maintenance fee, for example. All right. Yeah, yeah you got to pay a lot of money to, make, to prove that it's true. I know somebody that had a $700 lien put on their property. And in order to be able to clear that lien, having clear evidence that it was justified, he had to hire an attorney. It cost him $5,000 to be able to clear it. All right. That's the kind of harassment that's going on. And beyond that, I've even heard threats of physical violence are, are being... How do you go to an 80-year-old lady and threaten her life or threaten her to hurt her or whatever? I mean, what kind of what kind of people are we dealing with here? Riffraff. Anybody who steals from an HOA is riffraff. So that's... Solution. What do we do? First thing we got to do is find a way. To petition, my friend. You guys got to take out a petition. That's not you got to get like twenty people to everybody uh, pledges. Every community, every sub community has to have a group of people in charge of getting everybody's signature. I got it. Okay. But then what? You produce it and you send it to DBPR. And you file together collectively. The petitioners of this, the signatories of this petition, have, are filing a lawsuit, formal in civil court. Against the HOA of the hammocks, right? That's and that's, and then that's underway. Uh, that's parallel. But if it's already underway, doesn't have the petition, does it? 
They Seven, should have a petition. Seventeen hundred. A jury. It'll go to a jury, and they'll see the petition. In one they'll day say, we "Whoa, seventeen hundred. That's roughly half." Okay, so you got petition already going. Right. Yeah. Oh, I stand corrected. I thought there was no petition. Yeah, there is a petition, but beyond that, that seventeen hundred. I did that by myself here. Beyond that, you got to go much bigger. Yeah. No, we got. We need about five thousand people. And make sure it's not duplicate, and make sure uh, they're going to challenge everyone. They're going to challenge. Yeah, everyone. man. If there's duplicates, you're in trouble, right. and. You don't want a renter, you want an owner. No, yeah, yeah I know. Very important. Yeah, the renter answer the door and sign, and it's a renter. It's not no, the owner. No, no, no. We have the list of the, okay. the owners and uh, whatever. And so we're getting that underway. We have over half of what we No, we have about half. We need about 5,000 people because you know they're going to challenge. So, you know, based on the challenge, legibility, whoever. No, I think when it comes to petition, once they once they challenge and they find discrepancy, the whole thing gets washed out. It's not just eliminate the name. No, the whole thing goes. Right. So, it's very important how disciplined you have to be. Man. Plus, the little paragraph that says what you're signing for, mm -hmm. that has to have someone backing it. Some attorney's got to back it. Got to somehow say, we find it to be legally comprehensible. And I learned that because I was a petitioner myself, and I was really fortunate that Mac on the Rock is a fairly intelligent guy, and I wrote the paragraph myself, didn't really get approval from anybody. I was in my 20s, maybe my 30s, and I did it, um, and I really, I was just very articulate in what you were signing for, and mm -hmm. it was for a private endeavor, which was the building of, this building that this studio is located at. And I remember that the judge chastising the attorneys in the case, my own attorney, my own family's attorney, saying, why did you accept this as evidence? Why don't you submit this yourselves? You guys added as an addendum, like, well, we never saw his, we never read his paragraph. We didn't know if the court was going to approve it. Sure. And he goes, well, it looks fine to me. Are you an attorney, son? And I go, no, I'm not. I'm a cashier. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, yes, the the petition is one approach that we're, we're trying a, a variety of avenues for, to do whatever we can to ameliorate the situation as, as, as quickly and as effectively as possible. Uh, so stay also, tuned, my folks. You know, uh, I guess there's nothing more to be said. No, uh, we're going to talk to the uh, state attorney general. I'm going to be up in uh, Orlando with the CPAC group, and I'm going to see if I can speak to uh, Governor DeSantis. We're having an event on uh, another grassroots organization I'm with, uh, the American Patriot Community. And we're going to have uh, Governor DeSantis and uh, a series of candidates that are interested in he, What, as a guest speaker? Well, he's going to be kind of a surprise cameo guest. That's, wow, that that's fantastic up. for him. Right. Fantastic yeah. for you all. Right. And, uh, and well, we've got Alan Dershowitz that's going to be speaking on March 10th at, at our at event. And we're going to speak. He's a world-renowned civil rights attorney, right? So... Not more than that, criminal defense, everything. Yeah, so I think man, he he represents you guys, boy. You gotta just pony up though. It's probably gonna cost you hundred grand. No, easy, easy. Yeah, you know, uh, no, hundred grand is, is probably just upfront money. The retainer. Yeah, it'll be, it'll, yeah, probably be a half a million when it's all said and done. And the only thing you really gonna achieve is complete replacement of the board, and start anew. But you probably have to start at the starting point, condo fee-wise. Well, here's, I think you could refund here's what it. I suggest. I mean, if we go into a receivership, there should be an external audit conducted. All right, that that needs to happen right for away. the last ten years. That needs to happen right away, and there need to be consequences for malfeasance. 
All right. Yeah, very hard to prove. You got Walt May with text and, and emails. Right. And uh, then beyond that, then start from scratch. You're gonna. And you to, also. You're gonna have to. I mean, you're gonna have to set policies and practices with regard to vendor, vendor performance, and and be able to make sure you're going out for competitive bid and do these these things. I mean, I you know I've done this kind of stuff. Yeah. All right. And I I I mean, if you don't start there, then you just open the door to to more of the same. Now, do you know of any outstanding vendor uh, constant renewal? You know, a person who gets the damn contract we every single We don't see documents, man. Wow, you don't see anything. We don't see documents. You don't see the company names when they drive around, or they drive around in uniforms of HOA? They have little security cars now that have completely been blacked out by tinted, so you don't see the faces of the people driving. Oh, you have automobile, you have patrol cars and everything. Yeah. Wow, it's yeah. enormous. So the thing is, you don't even see the people driving. For all I know, no. But I'm saying landscaping. For all I know, they're taking Margley Gallego to do her grocery shopping. I don't know. Now, what uh, what uh, the landscaping and the property management? Those people have are private concerns, or are they HOA uh, employees? No, they're all. Uh, again, they could be part of the management company that are utilizing the va- the vehicles that were purchased by the association, without our knowledge. Uh, they just, I mean, the thing is, they they rule with impunity, these HOAs. Yeah, right? yeah, they yeah. Basically yeah, do you said it all with 720 not having enforcement power. Right. They do whatever they want. There is no way to be able to stop them. You know? Wow. And, and that's a huge swath of counties, probably everywhere, where unincorporated counties actually... An HOA for lack of having a city. I go back to what I said originally. If they allow this, this community, as big as it is with, this, with the volume and scope of people involved and the, the potential for disaster in so many lives. It's very high. You know, what's going to stop smaller associations from adopting similar practices? You know, they're going to do the same kind of thing, even perhaps even worse, because they're not going to be under a potential microscope. And no one's really going to care. It's the big ones who care. Exactly. All right, folks, that that was it. Uh, corruption in the hammocks and Kendall hammocks and here in South Thank Florida. Thank you, Manny. Thank you for having me. I really That's what community radio is for. We're for the shout out, especially as you can see, they're not even getting a chance to vote. So it's a little bit past one o'clock. I'll be seeing you. This is yours truly, Mac. I'm still on the rock. Mac on the rock, WSQF, Blink Radio, thanking Henry Pedroso for coming here and telling us about the fly in the milk. Take care, my friends.